And the horse starts to run, and the preacher's about thrown off and holding on, and, and is kind of panicking and sees that they're headed towards a cliff, and the horse is still running full speed, and he's trying to remember. He's going, whoa, whoa, the horse isn't stopping. And then suddenly he remembers, amen. And right at the edge of the cliff, just a dead stop. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> No, 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 no,
we're good. Okay, your turn now. Let's see if you're any better. Now, ready, look. Okay. So now you're going to go out and find the person who goes, yeah, piece of cake. No problem at all. Oh, really? How are you going to recognize them? It's easy. The person has only one ear. <laughs> no, 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 that's terrible, terrible. Two failures. All right, since you're here, we might as well try you and see if you're any better than the rest. So the third person comes and looks at the photo and says, got it. No problem. I'll find them. But what are you going to look for? The person wears contact lenses. <laughs> <laughs> and the sheriff's like, what? Yes, the person wears contact lenses. Okay, wait here. Let me go check the database. And came back a few minutes later and goes, well, that's just absolutely amazing. What incredible powers of observation you have. The person does wear contact lenses. How did you know that? He says, well, he only has one eye and one ear. He wouldn't wear glasses. One more. Hey, you know what? All the rain that we had, now it's clearing up. If you need a boat, I know a guy. The Jesus that we know in the scriptures, the one before his death, the one who was full of compassion and love and mercy, the one that saw the crowds who were without a shepherd, who came and fed them, who raised the dead, who wept at the death of his friend Lazarus, that same Jesus is the resurrected Lord. That same Jesus is the one who is the Christ. And everything that he offered to those he traveled with, he offers to us on this side of the resurrection. Just Sunday, last Sunday, we heard the story of his resurrection where Mary Magdalene, in her grief, Mary Magdalene with her broken heart, who is grieving the death of her friend who now she cannot find, Jesus comes to her in the most intimate kind of way. Jesus comes to her. See, sometimes when we are lost, when we're really hurt and broken, when the world is a terrible place for us, the thing that we need to know is that somebody knows who we are. <clears throat> that somebody needs to know who we are. And if you call us by name, they know us that well. You remember that story when Jesus called her by name? Mary calls her by name. That is the love of God that is the risen Lord. That is the love of God that the scriptures tell us over and over again. This is the love of God for you. And when you are in that very hurt and vulnerable place, when the very thing that you need to hear is God call your name so you know that you are not alone, you are not forsaken, you are not forgotten, and somebody actually understands what's in your heart, that's when Jesus shows up. That is the love of God for you. 
the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Today we hear about the disciples who are hiding. Now, why are they hiding? It tells us they're hiding because they're afraid. They're hiding because they're afraid. There's lots of ways that we might fear things. And those things might cause us to hide. To not fully enjoy life because we're afraid of external threats. Or perhaps it's something about ourselves that we're afraid to admit. And we hide from it. And so we're not free because we're hiding from who we truly are. Jesus comes to us in those moments. He comes to the locked doors. He comes to the places where we're hiding. And he says to us, peace. And it seems to be that he knows that just saying that once is not enough. Because fear can be a hard thing to overcome. It can be something that really imprisons us. Fear of life, fear of repercussions for the things that we've done, fear that people will seek revenge, fear of vulnerability, fear of all kinds of things. And when we're afraid, comes to us and says, peace be with you. If you can't hear it the first time, he'll repeat it. Just ask him, and he'll do it again. Would you say it again? Peace be with you. And then there's people like, um, like Thomas. Thomas was a brave disciple. You might remember in the story of Thomas, Thomas is the one that said, you know, if Jesus is going to go to Jerusalem and die, let's go with him. Let's go with him. Thomas is brave. Who knows where Thomas was, but he missed this. But you know what Thomas needed? Thomas needed a sure sign that Jesus was in his life. He needed something to tell him that Jesus was right there, some way that he could actually encounter that. He needed that reassurance. Sometimes life gets very confusing. And sometimes in order to believe, we have to have something that affirms our faith, a sign given by God, a kind word from a friend. And we can take God's message to us. <coughs> Jesus didn't look at Thomas and berate him. He didn't blast him for not being there. He didn't attack him for his lack of faith. Because this is the God who is always the same. He's merciful. He knows what Thomas needs. And he offers it to him. If you need to touch me, go ahead. Notice that Thomas doesn't actually touch him. But it's offered. What Thomas needed is what a lot of us need. We need some evidence that God is active in our lives. And that's what he gave Thomas. We're going to hear more of these resurrection stories. Just to, just to mention one more. <coughs> Peter. <coughs> Peter, the one who said, Lord, I'll never leave you. Maybe the rest will, but I won't. I'm your God. I'll always be with you. And we might make promises like that to God or to others, only to find that life can get really hard and confusing. And as much as we say we love God, and we truly do, in small ways and in large ways, we can deny our Lord. Just let life get really, really hard. Fear, danger, those things can lead us to do things that we're ashamed of. And Jesus knows that. People like Peter have experienced that. He shows up in some strange places like along lakesides, and he welcomes you back. 
And it's always that, that grace and that acceptance and that welcome, that continual welcome that he offers Peter is the welcome that he offers all of us. The God of compassion, the Jesus of compassion, the God of love, the Jesus of love, the God of mercy, the Jesus of mercy is the same yesterday.